This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to Tuesday, and well, unless it's not Tuesday when you're listening to this. Welcome whatever day you're at. <laughs> okay. Welcome. So, Pastor Craig Jervis and uh, Mikkel Fwelling are in the studio with you. And, uh, yeah, Craig, Craig, oh, what's your real name now? I don't even remember. I've said it so much. Craig Jarvis. Craig Jarvis. Yeah. Uh, it's really good to be with you guys. So today, Craig, we're going to be doing a spiritual warfare. War- Holy smokes. <laughs> warfare. <laughs> spiritual warfare. It looks like water. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? Shush. Anyways, there's a lot of questions left over about the spiritual realm. So here's what we'll do, Craig. Let's, we'll do it this way. I'll ask a question. You answer. You ask a question, I'll answer. Okay, okay. But here's the goal: efficiency, because we've got a lot of questions to get through. Okay, so don't ramble on. <laughs> I'll pull Led Zeppelin. Right. Okay. Yes, I All know. Right. I've been known to ramble. I know. I know. I'm oh, I'm pretty concise. Wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about you. <laughs> All right. All right. Ready? Get set. Go. Is there a difference between demons and fallen angels? And if so, what are they? No, there's no difference. Okay, now it's your question. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's how this goes. Oh, I go, and then, then I go. you go. Right. Sorry. <laughs> go, good. All right. Should Christians actively seek confrontations with demonic forces? No. Are demons able to say Jesus Christ is Lord? Not a chance. That's their main problem. But I digress. Can evil spirits take on a physical body and pretend to be somebody else? No. Mm. Not that I know of. It's mm. never happened in scriptures. We should not be afraid that we will be impersonated by a demon. That would be that would be a great ploy, though. I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with a maybe. All right, cool. All right. Because I, I do believe the stories of some folks that they have seen ghosts, and there's no other way to explain it than they're, the ghosts that they recognize. So I would say that that may be Satan fooling around. So you think I could meet Craig Jarvis, but it could be a demon, but not you? If I was dead. Well, no, I'm, I think he's saying alive. I mean, Oh, sorry. I misunderstood the question. All right, good. I thought it was like, I see the dead people. Which brings us to the next question. What's yes. the difference between a demon and a ghost? I think that was mine. What's the difference between a demon and a ghost? Is that mine or yours? No, I'm asking that one. <laughs> no, it's yours. You're asking it. All right. What's the difference between a demon and a ghost? <laughs> Demons are real. Ghosts are not real, number one, at least in terms of the popular definition of ghosts. If you do meet a quote-unquote ghost, you're basically just meeting a demon masquerading as a dead person. That's scary. Yeah. Uh, Do angels and fallen angels fight? Mm. What do you you think? I'm not sure. I know. There's a war in heaven, Daniel 10.10. Read Daniel 10.10. Uh, Behold, a hand touched me and set me trembling on my knees and hands. And he said to me, O Daniel, man greatly loved, understand the words I speak to you and stand upright for now I've been sent to you. When he spoke to me, I stood up trembling. Then he said to me, fear not, Daniel, from the first day you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself before God. Your words have been heard and I've come because of your words. The prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me 21 days. But Michael, one of the chief princes, Mm, came to help me. For I was left there with the kings of Persia and came to make you understand what is to happen to your people in the latter days. For the vision is for days yet to come. Yeah. I mean, that's an angel talking about the demons who are over specific geographical areas. Um, So like we talk about how the demonic realm is incredibly hyper-organized. They have an org chart, infrastructure, worldwide global like oversight. And yeah, I would say for sure. It's such an esoteric concept. 
It is, but it's a very real concept. I would agree with that. I'm just not sure what the conflict looks like. Like, are they are they using Ooh, swords there was a and war shields? In heaven. And, well, I mean, you know, what does it? Are they at each other's throats? What does it look like? You know, if we saw it, we would know. So, like, what are is the, the story in the Old Testament? Casting slurs against one another. Yeah, uh, no, the story in the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like Ephesians tells us there's war going on, right? Spiritual forces. Yeah. Finally be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, authorities, against the cosmic powers of this presence, darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Remember in the Old Testament when uh, uh, whoever it was got eyes to see uh, the battle and he saw the spiritual realm and yes. all these angels dressed yes. in whatever. Yes, that was Elijah's servant, was it? Somebody with an E. I think so. Yeah. But anyways, it was an important story. Very important that I remember yeah. who it was. <laughs> Every time that he comes up. He was freaking up, out because the enemies surrounded them. Yeah. yeah. and uh, But then he saw God's army. And right. they were obviously, they weren't just dressed like weaklings. Right, right, right. They actually had some sort of military paraphernalia, like swords and whatnot. Anyways, my point being is there's a battle. They fight. Yeah. It's real. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know, know what how. it looks like. It's just, yeah. I like to think yeah. that it's – because I'm, you know, I'm a guy. I like to think that it's like shields and Yeah. So when two spiritual swords hit each other, do they make a noise? Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Two falls in the forest, does it make a noise? Yes. Okay. Okay. So your question is? Can someone really sell their soul to the devil? Hmm. Well, your soul is under the jurisdiction of this devil if you're not – if you haven't trusted in Jesus. He already owns it. He already owns it. So, Unless I do believe though that like he, mm. well, you're still under his jurisdiction. You're transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light at the moment of justification, salvation, etc. Right. So, but if you're the elect, you're still under it until that moment in time, in history, in space, and time that you actually trust. So, I would say, which is why he's called the prince of the power of the air. There may be some people who make deals with the devil. Yeah, I would agree with that. And if you crack that door you are definitely opening your life up to all kinds of scary yeah. options. It's safe to exhort people to not open that door. Don't open the door. Don't mess with the dark realm. Don't mess with it. Stay away from it. Get rid of the Ouija boards. Get rid of all that garbage. Yep. Don't even get uh, into Burn astrology. It's it's messy. Yep. All right. That's it. Actually, I, th I thought this would actually take longer, but... Well, no's and yeses are easy. They are, right? So come back tomorrow, and here's the question. Can you explain the nature of Old Testament blessings? I love this question. I'm excited to hear what you say about it. We'll see you tomorrow.